It takes money. And then you'll be the fucking time god. Did you want to be the butthole? Because you could have been the butthole, Matt. Do you want dumb or rude? That's your options. Hey, do you know what a prostitute is? It was probably one of those things. I think I'd rather be a dog cunt than a disrespectful pig. Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Queen Radio. It's in ramblings. In the Nickelback song Photograph. Yeah. There is the line, what the hell was on Joey's head? What the hell was on Joey's head? Right? Is that really one of the lines? And follow-up question, who's Joey? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not one of the members of the band. It's f- from Friends when he puts his head in the turkey. Mr. Salt. <laughs> it's a crossover <laughs> song. <laughs> Is it him that puts his head in the turkey? Yep. Okay. Well, there you go. I mean, I'm pretty sure. You have an answer, were you? I'm pretty sure. Like... Mm. I uh, do get a little confused between uh, there's a Mr. Bean episode where he puts his head in turkey as well. So It's a classic gag, Ben. Like, Look at me laughing right now. 90s TV was <laughs> like, uh, we need we need five minutes to kill. Uh, yeah. Someone put their head in the turkey. We need a, we need a good Christmas gag. Like, I've got an idea. <laughs> or at least Thanksgiving. Uh, true. You can spread it across a couple of seasons. There you go. I've got another stupid song thing that's bothering me at the moment. It's not quite the same. You have heard Taylor Swift's Lover? I've heard a couple of songs off it. Right. So there's a song called Lover, which is kind of the title, titular track. I don't know if that's the word, I just want to say it. It is. And she says, we can leave the Christmas lights up until January. Sure. Are you feeling like that's almost a guarantee in your house? No, you don't have to take them down until January 6th. Why 6th? It's like some, the next religious... you know, Christopher's Day or something and oh, okay. they have to be down by or it's bad. Like, it's some, I don't know, I want to say like Irish tradition, but it could really be any country that's come up with it. But it's yep. like, if you don't take them down by the six, which is, you know, St. Christ- St. Christmas's Day. <laughs> but that has been an established <laughs> rule of sorts. Yeah. But also like leaving them up till January, it's only a week later. Like if people start their Christmas lights up for New Year's, that's kind of normal. I feel like it's almost a waste to take them down before January. Right? <laughs> it's like... Is Taylor Swift, like, before she fell in love with the man of her dreams, was she tearing them down on Boxing Day? Yeah, that's not very... <laughs> like, I guess it depends when she put them up. Like, maybe if she puts them up December like September, 1st. right. Well, oh. yeah, I guess if... Yeah, if you're pulling, like, a supermarket move who, as soon as Halloween is done, oh, we're celebrating Christmas. Yeah. Like, I saw Christmas stuff already and it's... Same. Next to Halloween stuff. And I was like, make up your mind. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like one holiday at a time, Max. Oh, yeah. So maybe if that's what she's doing, like by January 1st, you're utterly over Christmas. Uh, yeah, right. But otherwise... Maybe I was she's talking about Christmas in July? <laughs> she's leaving them up she's for six months? Essentially half the year. Uh, yeah. Regardless, I'm on your side. January is... You're well in the clear. Uh, yeah, easily. I feel like you've got till the end of January to get on top of that. Yeah, I think if you're like in February... Then you're being lazy about it. Yeah, that's why I'm like, the song should be, baby, we can leave the Christmas lights up till February. Because then you'd be like, wow, that's a couple that does their own thing. Yeah. Whereas if she's like, baby, we can leave the Christmas ups, lights up till January. You're like, well. Yeah. What's so special about your <laughs> relationship? That's I'm what like, everyone's doing. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I love my partner okay and we're just leaving <laughs> them up. Like, <laughs> well, especially if you've got a, a real Christmas tree. Like yeah, which that, we do. That, that usually has a few weeks in it. Oh, right. Like, ours is not cut. We have a living one. Oh, like you've just got one planted in the yeah. garden that you... Uh, in like a little pot. So it's quite small, but yeah, it yeah. grows gotcha. every year. No, yeah. I'm thinking like... Yeah, if you that... get one cut, like you're not going to be like, well, 
the week's over. Yeah, we spent like eighty dollars <laughs> yeah. on this thing. We want right. to get our money's worth. Yeah, and plus, it also is a good indicator of when you need to pack it up because it's like, well, it's starting to die now. Yeah, let's just. I guess Christmas is over. <laughs> but to Taylor Swift's defense, maybe that isn't easy to rhyme with. February? It sounds the same as January. Maybe we can leave the Christmas lights up till February. Yeah, no, I'm talking about my whole until the uh, uh, tree until starts the to die. Enough and pine needles have fallen and that it looks kind of scrubby. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And this is a very dumb episode of Insane Ramblings. <laughs> And I feel like, wow, yes, it is especially dumb. So I don't know if that means you want to take a break for this episode, but uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I, uh, I've been recruiting Vicky. Yeah. Looking for a new housemate. Oh God. Okay. I think you're like, I've been recruiting Vicky. I was like, well, you've done a terrible job because I'm not on board. Really? I, re- I thought I recruited you years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I'm casual. I'll get you back. <laughs> but like, I... Revenge? No, just on the team. Oh, right. Okay. Reel me in again. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. You were like, if you're not with me, you're against me. Kind of good fellas kind of talk. (laughs) Like, yeah, really, you know, we'll get you back on site. Maybe that should be, because I've been posting um, ads now online for looking for a new housemate. Saying I'll get you back? No, I'm just like, maybe that should be my (laughs) opening line, because it's it's almost like a dating profile, essentially. Oh, absolutely. You're trying to get people's attention. And so... Maybe if the maybe my headline should be if you're not with me you're against me. <laughs> if you don't live in this house you're my enemy. Yeah, see what kind and of applicants you we get. Should be aware of that. Move uh, in or face my <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it might probably attract the wrong type of people, but it will get people's attention. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's I feel half like the battle. That isn't that exact, exactly how they kind of recruit people to either get protection or join the gang. It's like if you're not in the mafia. You need the mafia's protection or your enemy. Right. You're like, well, I guess I'm joining the mafia. Yeah, basically. Or like paying for their protection. Yeah. It's it's very similar. (laughs) So I'm informed. I think so. And so, yeah, roommate Erica, she's been here for several years now, but she's just bought a house. So uh, we're on the hunt again. I feel like finding a housemate is so much like dating, but also so much higher stakes. Because when have you ever been on a date with someone and you're like, they seem fine. I Move guess we're in moving now. in together. Yeah. yeah, that's at least you want to have been together for, I don't know, six months or something. Oh, at least. Exactly. Like, I feel like imagine if dating did like work like that. I would be so much more wary. Well, how long were you and your partner together before you moved in? Five months. Yeah. So I feel like that's a good amount of time. But I feel even, like we were, it was early. But like, okay, you've, it's enough time to have got to know each other. But then living with someone also, you see a completely different side oh, of they them. they annoy you so much. Yeah, and so I've always had pretty good luck with roommates. But so far, it's always been people that we know or, you know, through yeah. friends of friends. And that seemingly is the same with dating. Like, I feel like you have better luck if they're kind of an organic connection. Because it, they can't completely dick you over as much. Because then their friends are going to be like, oh, this is an asshole. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, you know that there's some kind of like... A, other people vouch for them. They're like, yeah, I know this person and they're okay. And B, they're kind of like on watch. You know yeah. what I mean? And so now I have to choose between a couple of people that I basically just see a profile picture online. Yeah. And then after, I don't know, like maybe 20 minutes of meeting them go, all right, you're going to be my roommate for the next year or Like essentially I'm going to see you most out of anyone in my life aside from my coworkers. Yeah. And I'm not basing this on anything except for the one paragraph description you wrote about yourself online. Right. 
but I just got to cross my fingers and hope you're not a psycho. <laughs> well, and when I lived in Tokyo, you didn't get to choose your housemates. It was all like chosen centrally. But that's almost better it to was some degree. The worst. Well, so wrong. I guess it depends who's picking. Because they don't care. They're like, oh, you have money and want to live there. Off you go. But at least when it doesn't work out, it doesn't feel like it was your mistake. Like if you pick your roommates and it's like, oh, yeah, did you know, not know that I do like a ritual sacrifice every Thursday? Yeah. Then it's like, well, I wish I had done a little more research <laughs> and got to the bottom of that. Really whereas wish if, we'd had that interview on Thursday. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> if you're randomly assigned people, then it's like you can kind of collectively with the rest of your housemates go like, fuck this uh, yeah, d- that is you know, body corporate or whoever was picking for me. Well, because we had a guy when we lived in Japan who was like obsessed with serial killers mm-hmm. and seemingly would invite back random people from the streets. What do you mean obsessed with serial killers? Like he w- said, I'm obsessed with serial killers. Like he would just talk about them. them a lot oh, or yeah. he would have photos of them? No, or- he would talk about them a lot and like constantly be watching shows about them. And he was like, yeah, when I was a kid, I used to like mess with animals. And we were like, oh my God. And he like, like had he would- long dark hair and like the trench coat. and Like you'd say he tortured animals? Uh-huh. Because I feel like it's one thing to be watching a lot of true crime, but who isn't these days? Yeah, that's true. Like, if you're just, if you've just binged making a murderer, naturally you want to talk to people about it. Well, I thought that that was a how-to. Well, maybe he did, yeah. (laughs) And so... How do I become a murderer? (laughs) Good. Yeah, if if you see someone... Uh, watching ta- making a murder are fine if you see them taking notes while watching <laughs> yeah. it and they're not the uh, opposing prosecution Counsel, yeah right. then maybe you should uh, double check what's <laughs> going on and so like he was bringing just what homeless people back yeah seemingly to like drink with him and stay in his room and we're like mm. and did anything ever happen or no he moved out after a month i think because it was clear that everyone hated him well, I didn't, didn't hate want... him it was just really uncomfortable all the time but you weren't like were you specifically making it as uncomfortable as possible for no, him in the I hope think... that he would leave no we were just like let's never be home in case he kills us <laughs> did you have like locks on your doors or anything yeah. like that yeah. so you're always making sure to lock the door at night and... like pretty much oh yeah well this is what I'm trying to avoid here this is <laughs> like because everyone on their profile they yeah. make it seem like they're the dream housemate. Oh, beyond that. They're like conditional humans. And like they're obviously not going to say, oh, yeah, by the way, I have an obsession with serial killers. <laughs> that's like no one's getting a roommate if you're putting that. No, that's center. right. So I have to sort through all these people and every one seems better than the last. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's a veritable smorgasbord yeah. of housemates. But I know like at least one of you are going to have some deep, dark secret that you're hiding <laughs> and I have to somehow sniff that out. Oh, my in God. I hope the- it's all of them because this is a book. <laughs> You've got a book deal. It's a, yeah, a whodunit uh, yeah, I feel waiting to happen. Right. But I've got to sniff that out in like the 20-minute interview of sorts right. that we uh, arrange. Just I- hit them off guard. Like, what do you hope no one ever finds out about you? <laughs> You'd feel like if I'm just up front like that, they'll be forced to be honest with me. Well, I just, I don't know how I would answer that question if a stranger suddenly asked me. Well, I think that they would probably be, like, I, that's going to scare them off, isn't it? True. Because, like, if, I, <laughs> if I'm so direct, then they're like, <laughs> I don't want to live the apartment's great. I don't want to meet this Ben guy anymore. <laughs> but like I said, they're not even, like, they're beyond great. It's like the best dating profile ever. 
But it's almost like they're some sort of conditional human or like chameleon. In yeah, well, everyone keeps talking about how they love socialising and I'm like, great. But then the next paragraph, it's always like, uh, but not too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like to have a beer with friends, unless you don't have any friends, in which case... I can completely respect your private yeah, space and, and you'll never see me. Disappear, you'll barely know me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love to watch, uh, you know, reality TV, unless it's not what you're into. And then I love hard boiled detective <laughs> yeah. noir, you know, Scandinavian t- dramas. <laughs> like, do you? I love to have a bit of a party and a drink. Unless you don't drink, in which case I hate drinking. Yeah. Actually, I, I've just quit. I've quit okay. right now. I'm, right. My, all my bottles are in the uh, in the bin. Unless you love drinking, in which case I, I could start again. If you're thinking of taking up <laughs> drinking, then what a coincidence. I just yeah. quit. I can join I with can, you. Yeah. If you're a big drinker, I feel like I could start again quite easily. I've been there before. Yeah. And uh, I could go back. It turns out it's delicious, <laughs> but not too delicious that I've got a problem. No, not so delicious that I couldn't stay stopped. Yeah. I just want you to know that I could really go either way, you don't, depending on what makes you most comfortable. Yeah. You don't like smokers? Great. Me neither. I've never smoked in my life. Unless you're just like the occasional <laughs> joint in the park, which in which case I'm there every Saturday. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm really into socializing. Unless you hate people, in which case actually I'm a shut-in. Yeah. <laughs> You'll barely see me. It, it, it helps me not at but all. But I could overcome that fear if you change your mind. Yeah. But at your at your uh, time frame. Yeah, if you wanted to make a connection, I feel I could overcome my, you know, shut-in lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I love to read, uh, unless you don't, in which case we'll burn them. I'm going to be illiterate by Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I can unlearn yeah. how to read if Just you need me. Just stop me. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I don't know, we've got a few entries to go through. And, and essentially, to... they all do read like that, though. Yeah, I have to read between a lot of lines. Oh, it's I so think. hard, because it literally is like, I love to socialise, but time alone is great, too. Like, I love a couple of drinks, but not too many, just the right amount. Yeah. <laughs> What's my favourite things? All of your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever you love, it turns out, what a coincidence, I love it, too. I love cleaning and cooking for others in an unobtrusive way. <laughs> Where they can decide whether or not to eat it. Yeah. And um, staying out of people's way unless they want to see me. (laughs) Like, actually, I'll judge you. Like, you don't even... I'll look into what your moods are and I will morph to them. Basically, it you seems like we've got... You don't even need to tell me. Like, if you feel like socialising, I'll just know. Every profile I'm looking at is like a shapeshifter, essentially. It's like a Labrador. Yeah. Like- <laughs> So, uh, I mean, I've got some uh, pretty good-sounding potential prospects. I'm not going to lie. We're uh, apparently uh, quite an in-demand apartment. So, we'll see how that goes. But not had any uh, interviews yet. So. Are you going to institute any competitions? You feel like we should do some kind of last man standing-esque championship. Honestly, I was thinking of Festivus. How's that work? Like, like some sort of feats of strength? strength? Yeah. Well, if you're volunteering to wrestle. No, each other. Like some sort of face off. But there's going to be like a puzzle, like a few different areas. Like there'll be a test of endurance. Mm -hmm. There'll be like a test of physical (laughs) strength. There'll be a test of like mental ability, like a puzzle or, you know, some sort of lateral thinking thing. And then there'll be a test of like morality where they won't even know what's happening. They'll be walking down the street and like suddenly a... It'll be on the way here. Okay. A lot wallet, to coordinate, yeah, for sure. Yeah, a wallet will drop out of the sky next to them. 
and well, how they handle it is. Well, what's the ideal way? Or what are we looking for? That well, they, they like, like open it up look and look for the owner and yeah, give it to the police or something. That's right. Yeah. And what does this prove? Like, I'll have the strongest, smartest, <laughs> most loyal roommate. Yes. Yes, there's a loyalty test. All right, so... But why does the, the like, physical test? aspect matter? Like, do I want... You might I... want to fight off intruders. But what if I also... What if he's going to fight me? Like, maybe I want someone <laughs> weak that I can well, beat... at least in it'll a... tell you that. They that's don't true. have to be I'll be the able strongest. to chart it on a scale. Yeah, that's right. You'll be able to know their physical abilities. Yeah. It's kind of like Survivor. You know... Maybe you need to pick someone like evenly matched or slightly less strong than you. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want someone heaps less strong than you because you've got to protect them in some sort of zombie ap- apocalypse okay. or intruder situation. I want, I want someone who can hold their own in a fight. But... Yeah, but not overpower you. Yeah, gotcha. Or maybe like you'd be all right, someone evenly matched if you trust Julian. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if there's like, if the rock is applying. <laughs> you wouldn't, no? Well, even the two of us probably couldn't take him down. No, but uh, right. most people, I feel like, at least our combined strength, we can manage. No, that's bad. What I'm saying is, do you trust Julian's loyalty? Because if they also are really charming, maybe they'll get Julian on side. <laughs> so you've got an issue with if you choose someone evenly matched. I mean, I've been And charming with- and intelligent. Because there's also a charm and personality portion. They have to do a stand-up. It's really going <laughs> to put them, like, we're going to narrow it down to people who really want the apartment, isn't uh, yeah, it? Yeah, so they have to do a stand-up set to an audience and see who gets the biggest laughs. There's a sort of stealth moral morality kind of test. Yeah. There's some sort of mental agility, lateral thinking puzzle, some sort of physical aspect. <laughs> and what have I left out? Maybe just the uh, talent portion of the no, show. No, we've done that. The bathing, the swimsuit competition. Uh, yeah, the swimsuit. I felt like I'd left out something I'd already said. Though. And then, yeah, swimsuit. I mean, I don't hate it. I feel like in terms of the uh, amount of people applying. Yeah. Yes, we've had a good like first day. I only put up the ad a few hours ago. Mm-hmm. But it's not like my inbox is overflowing to the degree that I'm like, all right, I need some kind of decathlon to uh, <laughs> whittle this down. All right, we'll cut it down to... Like I know the Mental apartment. agility, yeah. swimsuit competition, comedy club. Three stages. Just so it's like the most entertaining roommate? Uh, yeah, entertaining, attractive and intelligent. Like really, what are you looking for in a partner? Uh, <laughs> I mean, something along... Mate. Yeah, well, <laughs> one in the same. I'm looking for a court jester of sorts. Is yeah, that's basically right. what I'm going for. <laughs> Some sort of sexy court jester. <laughs> when I come home from a long day at work, you should I be here. I want you prancing around in your bathers, making political comments in a funny way. Yeah, you, I need to hear your best new material. <laughs> yeah, well, that, they're also intelligent, so they're going to be incisive and funny. Yeah, something that I can take back to my group of friends and pass off as my own <laughs> witty banter. <laughs> That's right. Sure. I want your incisive, intelligent... Yeah, witty commentary while you're in a, looking good in a swimsuit. I mean, is that too much to ask? <laughs> From a housemate? Well, I know, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I love the apartment. It's in a great location. We've it's got a great a, apartment. Mine's better, we've but got it's a okay. great view of the city. But we don't have air conditioning, for instance. Like, I've got a portable air conditioner in the lounge. Right. So you feel like no one's going to go through these many... Like, someone that charming and funny... And intelligent, won't want to live without an air conditioner. I feel like there's just a few hurdles like that that right. might be like, I would put up with all of this if 
for example, you had air conditioning throughout the entire apartment. Yeah, ducted. Yeah. yeah. But since you don't... And a gold toilet. I'm just probably not going to waste my uh, <laughs> new five-minute bit on you. Especially, like, if they find out through this process, they're actually really great. They're like, I've never really gone into this kind of thing before. But, yeah, as, <laughs> it, turns like, as out, it turns out, I'm a babe. Yeah, you've with, given me quite the confidence yeah, boost. with a lot of physical ability, and I'm hilarious and good at lateral thinking yeah. I'm going to reevaluate my life I can do better than you guys yeah, some would say I'm too good for you <laughs> I have learned through I was really interested but through this process I appreciate everything you've done for me <laughs> you've really changed my life and I'm better than you and at that point I put one hand on their shoulder and I was like is it like the yearling you have maybe, to go now yeah but this was the goal all along <laughs> be free Go now. Yeah. You have to go. I can't look away. But maybe they'd be so thankful from my... What, uh, they pay a month's rent? Yeah, at least. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if you did get a message from The Rock and you like somehow confirmed it was The Rock? Well, this is my fear, right? Like, what? I... No, it isn't. No one's like, I want to put my apartment on the market. I hope it's not The Rock that moves in. <laughs> no one's afraid of No, that. no. You've got it all okay. around the wrong way. Because you said that's my fear. It is my fear that... That the rock will move in. Well, just say, like, little Johnny who comes to inspect the apartment. Mm. I'm like, this guy seems cool enough. And what, he uses the it's free yours. gym to really bulk up? No, no. Uh-huh. But, like, I, I bought, like, a month's worth of advertising on this website. Right. What if, like, you know, I... Oh, like, I the last day, it's like, I don't know if you know, but we're this is, you know, the rock's management. We're shooting Fast and Furious 11 yeah, this was right like across his, the road from your place. It's his first pick. Yeah, his, it was his childhood home or something. Yeah. He just didn't know. <laughs> yeah, and he really right. wants... Like, he saw that the place was available. Couldn't believe his eyes. Yeah. He wants to move in for six months. Right. And I'm You're like, like stupid shit, Jimmy. <laughs> I just gave it to Jimmy. <laughs> and... Uh, I'm like, well, can we kick Jimmy out? He's like, sorry, you already signed the contract. Everything. Like, yeah. I, I fear that I'll leap at the first guy who's not a complete psycho, and then. I mean, we'll- we all have that fear, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> <Isn't> that- <laughs> well, yeah, I guess these are the uh, the problems that we have to kind yeah. of the pros and cons we have to weigh out. But oh yeah, I mean, when I got together with my boyfriend, I was like, well, I just need to be certain that I'm ready. To have to say no to The Rock and Hugh Jackman. Yeah, but the difference is when you... Oh, tread wisely. <laughs> when you sign up... When you sign tread up, wisely. I'm not saying that you couldn't get Hugh Jackman. I'm saying okay. when you sign up for a relationship, there's yeah. no binding contract. Uh, you are true, but like I do love him. So I'm like, well, now I love you and I can't leave you. But would it have been better if I'd never met you and just waited for Hugh Jackman? No, no, no. But if Hugh Jackman does roll past your house in a limo and it's like Vicky jump in I'd have to be like I'm sorry I can't and if he's like I've been listening to the podcast for the last six months I'd be like well I'm completely spread the word if you wouldn't mind I'm head over heels <laughs> for you he's like no I can't I couldn't bear to share you with anyone else oh I'd be like it's- well then you don't sound like a great partner Hugh he's like I have been I've got several adopted children <laughs> But me and my wife just couldn't make it work. But right. now I've fallen for you, Vicky. No, I'm saying you're not a good partner because you won't spread my show. You sound a little possessive. He's like, once we get together, I'll shout it from every nightly well, talk show. Well, it's definitely manipulation, Hugh. Hey, he's, just, not, using, he's just using are, what he's got in his back pocket. Well, you're not coming across well. You seem much nicer on TV and I'm disappointed with you in real life. Whatever my, my point is, <laughs> if the guy of your dream suddenly rolls yeah. up, it's not like you're like, oh, I just signed another six-month relationship contract with my boyfriend. <laughs> no, no, I did. That's exactly how it works. Well, 
Hopefully she's willing to wait it's the six months. Literally the only reason <laughs> why my boyfriend's still with me is just waiting out the six month contract. Yeah, sure. I would not be surprised if once that six months up, he's got he's out of here. Hugh Jackman's wife on the line. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Deborah Lee Finesse. Yeah, Thank you. She's waiting in the wings, no doubt. Well, I just feel like she must dance every day to dripping in finesse. Probably. It's spelled slightly differently, but I would. It's close enough that, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you if there's a song about you and then I realised there was and why we never go there. The no sex for Ben song? (laughs) Especially because it's like he's trash people. It's a pretty mean song, to be honest. (laughs) There's also... You sound genuinely hurt. Well, there's also the Michael Jackson song, Ben. Oh, I don't know that one. Well, it's like a very romantic ballad. That's nice. But apparently it was about his rap. (laughs) So... It's not really like a Can great... Can I have a snippet? Yeah. Because, yeah, when I listened to No Sex for Benarama recently, which I haven't listened to in a long time, I forgot the opening lines were basically, like, Ben's trash people. I don't know how you could forget. It's a pretty <laughs> it's memorable line. So he wrote this. Did he? I doubt it. He's a kid. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, wow, yeah, he is a kid. The two of us no more. We both found what we were for. Maybe he did write it if it's about yeah. his own pet. That's what I was thinking. You, an owner, me, a pet. <laughs> so. Where's the bit about Ben? The whole song's called Ben. Like, oh, but there's the no f- bit where it's like, Ben. Yeah, no, that's the first line of the chorus. Oh. Ben, the two of us, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Do you play it when you're sad? No. <laughs> okay. is, is there any Vicky songs that you play? I don't know if there's any Vicky songs in general. Yeah, I can't think of any. Except for that Terry Pedestrian one about us. That's true. <laughs> um, but how do we get onto this? What was the point? I have no idea. Sure. I never know. Changing right. tracks a little? Yeah. But let's stick to the apartment. Yeah. I, uh... I went for a bit of a swim this morning. Okay, good. Good on you. And I went for a run. We're comparing. <laughs> I win. That's not what I was doing, but okay. sure. Just I thought you were just showing off. Uh, or trying to attract the rock. No, nah, I encountered a bit of a, uh, I don't know what you call it, like a power move of sorts, perhaps. Oh, me too. While I was at but the yeah. pool. I, uh, I was almost finishing swimming my laps. Mm-hmm. The entire time that I was at the pool... I was the only one there. Mm-hmm. And so to paint the picture, we've got four lanes in our pool. Really? They're kind of separated by just like the tiles on the floor. Okay. So you've got like three lines that separates the pool into four lanes okay. essentially. But because I was the only one there, I just kind of took essentially two lanes myself. Like I was yeah. swimming on one of the lines mm-hmm. and then that means if even two more people want to swim laps. There's still space for everyone. And especially because the furthest lane to the opposite side that I was on, has they've just added some stairs. Well, I feel like that's kind of the play lane. Uh, Maybe, but my point is you don't need to... You don't really want to swim laps in it because instead of like being able to push off from the wall when you get to the end, Mm. you've got like this giant set of stairs in your Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like most pools, they'll have like the kind of... You're in the water just to hang out with your kids or yeah. jump around or whatever. That's kind of that lane. Right. Yeah. So even like if you think I'm taking up too much space, it's almost a courtesy because then 
that like last person they can stick to the line yeah that's right instead of having to be in like the crappy yeah and they can avoid getting this weird stair thing in their way yeah so i've got like maybe about i don't know say like half a dozen more laps to Mm -hmm. swim and this woman walks in and now she had like goggles and a swim cap on so age range very difficult to tell yeah but i'm gonna say like anywhere between 25 and 50 right she was old enough that wasn't just like she's an adult right this was a conscious decision that she made but also not elderly no so if you were getting in if you're like in her position where would you go probably the half lane is that the furthest away from you yeah i would try and get furthest away from you as i could right or even just like somewhere if not the crappy lane, so I don't want to use the crappy lane, like the one, like the line in from that. Yeah. So I've got a lane, but I'm as far as I can get away right. from you. There's essentially like two thirds of a pool that she could have picked. But I feel like, yeah. So surely in any situation where you've got a place to pick, you try to pick as far away from the other people right. as you can. We yeah. all play the urinal game. Exactly. It's the same situation. All right. But what she did is she picked the inside wall. Essentially, the fourth lane that I was already on, like, the line of. Right. So, she's got, I don't know, like, a third of a lane to herself (laughs) where I am now, like, right up against her. Uh, Yeah. And so, obviously, I was like, well, this is weird. I guess I... I'm going to have to move over. Yeah. Yeah. But what I discovered, because this wasn't the case when I initially got in the pool, but it was now that she had, like, time had passed. Yeah. That the sun had shifted and so it was only covering that fourth lane where she was. Oh, so that's why she wanted it. I guess so. But she completely maneuvered me out of the sun. (laughs) Like out of the shade, I mean. Well. And so I wasn't going to like take her uh, to, you know, like take her to task over it. Yeah. It's like a minor annoyance and I was almost done with my swim anyway. But I was like. bold. Yeah, right. It is definitely bold. This is a ballsy move to just be like. I'm going to purposefully make myself uncomfortable just to get... Him to move him, over. Yeah, yeah, to push you out, essentially. That's crazy. Yeah, so I don't know, another thing to watch out for. Well, while. I had a bold neighbour as well. <laughs> yeah, go on. So I can definitely relate to... Because, yeah, that's definitely bold for... Because you don't know what you're going to visit upon yourself there either. Like, how does she know that you're going to be like, oh, my bad, I'm just going to shuffle on over? Yeah, I think, like, you know, that's the probably safe assumption is most people aren't going to fight you over it but five percent of the time they will and that's not going to be worth getting into a fight over like unless i had like some sort of like like the kids in the others where they literally can't be in the sun (laughs) i think i would probably just swim in the sun and kind of put up with it but if that's the case maybe like mention it and be like sorry i've got this weird allergic reaction to the end and be like i'm really sorry i can't swim in the sun do you mind like moving over a lane. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, if that's the case, sure. I don't think that was what was happening. No, I don't think so either. No, I agree with you. I was trying to, th- like, outside of that one scenario, I think I would just suck it up and swim in the sun and be like, this sucks. I wish this person wasn't here. Yeah. But unfortunately, they are. And it's not like it was so bright that you're going to get sunburned or something <laughs> like that, if that's what the audience is thinking. So I went today, I don't know, you can all see a photo of this on the website if you'd like. I went to do my laundry today and we share with everyone on the floor. So there's about four apartments that share, what do you call it? Washing machine. You have to pay for it. You put coins in, mm-hmm. um, but it's on the floor. 
So anyway, I got to do the washing, the laundry this morning. I had two loads. And I got up and I saw this sign, which I'll show you and narrate to everybody. It's uh, pretty self-explanatory. It says, it's fucked again. <laughs> In capitals and underlined one, two, three, four times. So like, well, I guess I could not do my laundry today or I could just go up a floor and hopefully no one's using that one for, I think, 39 minutes it takes to do a cycle. Yeah, but each floor has their own designated washing machine. Yeah, well, it's not like, hey, this is for residents of floor five only, but given you've got your own on your floor, that's kind of how it Yeah, that's the works. assumption. Yeah. But it's not like you're going to get somehow in trouble for using the, you know... Well, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> But yeah, indeed. So I got up there and I was like loading my laundry. Oh, no, it was fine. I put it in, left, went for a run, came back to pick it up. And there's a family who I like know enough to like say hello or like smile at occasionally that went by me and didn't say anything. And then a elderly lady like came out and I was like putting my laundry back in. She's like, what floor are you from? Like really aggressively. And I was like, I'm from downstairs. Ours is broken. And she's like, you left this trash here. And it was like a piece of like a broken laundry basket but okay. mine wasn't broken so it wasn't that mine yeah and the the scoop that you use for powdered washing powder yeah and i've been using liquid lately so mine you just measure into the cap that closes it so i know for sure these are not mine yeah like absolute certainty it's, it's like the time, like physics would have to bend that i went to the past like, <laughs> i mean i believe you I, it's not yours i get it no but like so anyway, she's like, well, you left this trash here. And I was like, that's not mine. And she's like, yes, it is. I was like, that's so bold. Yeah, well, it's also hard to argue with yeah. that because it's like, well, now no, what's the answer? Is it no? Now we're stuck in a loop. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like if someone's so insistent, I was the same. I was like, what do you say? Like, I know for a fact that it isn't. And it's almost like more anxiety provoking that it's not. And you're saying that it is because I've got nowhere to go. But I know that it isn't. And you don't want to at that point also go okay, fine, I'll just take it and like throw it out because then she'll definitely think it's yours and you've made an enemy with one of your, uh, you know, one of the people in your apartment. I mean, I don't care that much. She's obviously crazy, but... But um, I mean, that's the kind of people you don't want to piss off the most. It's like you just don't want to have your neighbours mad at you because who knows where (laughs) that's going to be. Anyway, so then she's like, it's yours. And I was like, that's... I don't use powder. So it's not my measuring thing. I use liquid. And she's like, you're joking. Like, yep, hilarious. <laughs> I've been working on that one and I see it hasn't landed, so I'll take it out of the act. Back to You're the right. drawing board. Yeah. Um, I was like, no, seriously. She's like, well, no one else has done their laundry here this morning, so it has to be yours. Is she like the queen of the laundry, like keeping an eye on it 24-7? Yeah, I have it? no idea. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's not mine. And I just left. How long did you like go on with her about this? Probably like seven minutes. Yeah, that's way too long. I know. But it was like, what can I do? I'm like still loading my stuff into my basket. And she's okay, like so you weren't, you weren't sticking around. You were just like... No, I would have been like, I'm out of there here. for the duration of however long it took you to load the machine. But yeah, probably she was also blocking the door. Yeah, okay. So I'm not going to knock over an old lady no matter how annoying she's been. <laughs> so I was like, well, I've just got to load my laundry and wait for kind of a gap to get away from you. And so I finally, it arose and I got out of there and then I came back to do a second load of laundry, which I felt was ballsy on my part. I was like, I'm not letting you scare me away from a laundry I'm allowed to use. No, but I mean, also what choice do you have? I mean, that that is also the other issue. And she threw the trash in with my laundry while I was gone. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's a bit childish, isn't it? (laughs) 
Like, talk about bold power moves. Like, well, I was unloading my laundry later and the, like, two pieces of trash were in my clothes. So what did you do? Did you just, like... I went and put them back. What, you left them in the laundry? No, oh, I didn't notice. I was hanging my clothes up later. So I went and left them on top of the washing machine. Yeah, they're going to be in your, like, mailbox <laughs> tomorrow or something. Or, like, slid under your door. <laughs> and I'm going to wake up in bed with them, like the horse head. Yeah. <laughs> Just the head of the scoop is going to be next to me, bleeding from the neck. Yeah, you need to get into, like, another altercation with her about it and then have someone else come in. Probably, like, not that lives in the building, Mm -hmm. but just, like, I'll go in, for instance, and be like, oh, here's where I left my scoop. (laughs) (laughs) So she can be like, yeah, just to get her back off your your ass for a second. That's where I left my scoop. I've been looking all over for this. But why is it such an issue to her that there's a scoop on the floor of the... Like, if anything, that's useful. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, a broken laundry basket, I can well, see it wasn't. Being... It was like a little piece of plastic that I guessed was from someone's laundry yeah. basket. But even so, like, that kind of thing, if she's trying to just keep, keep the area clean, sure. But a scoop in the <laughs> laundry is probably not the worst thing in the no. world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, these are, this is the thing that you're trying to avoid with... Like searching for new roommates, like bad neighbors are really going to fuck your day up because yeah. like your house is your sanctuary. Well, after that, I'm like, I'm moving to the woods. Like yeah. it's just so stressful living in my own house. That's the problem. <laughs> the woods or at least somewhere with your own washing machine. Oh uh, yeah. All right. I want to do a bit of a, um, a backtrack. Mm-hmm. A long time ago on the podcast, we discussed my uh, birthday party. Wow. That is a backtrack. Yeah. Where, um... I had basically organized a bunch of friends to go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And this year? No, yeah. this was like three years ago at right. least. Okay. And seemingly all the girls in my life got pissed off at me for not inviting them. Vicky <laughs> Which among is them. All two. Uh, mostly you and my sister, yeah, Kirsty. Yeah. I was like, so all two? Okay. Yes, it wasn't like 50 women. <laughs> but the wrath that I incurred. Oh, oh please. Well, okay, in my defense Not that you hold grudges or anything from your 27th birthday <laughs> This, Why should this be my grudge to hold? It's my why birthday Why are you holding I, a grudge? I'm not holding a grudge but Why seemingly, is it coming up three years later? Well, you'll, you'll find out in a oh, second Oh, right, okay I was like, not that you're holding a grudge five years later No, I'm just recapping to get people oh, up to speed Oh, right, I thought you were like, remember that? Because I had a petty moment today, yeah. too, recently Where I was like, remember that? In primary school, we had a substitute teacher who told a friend of ours, Leah, who I went to primary school with, that she'd heard of Pakistan but not Afghanistan when we were, like, playing a country game. Sure. Like, you had to... Like, someone said Australia and then you had to say a country that started with A. She said Afghanistan and she's like, oh, no, I don't think it's a real country. And I think about that a lot and I'm like... (laughs) What, because you were right? (laughs) I wasn't even involved. I was just like, wow. Like, you were kind of the gods at the time. Wait, who? It was, Leah was the one who said Pakistan. I mean, Afghanistan is real. Yeah, and the teacher said no, it's not. Oh, the teacher. Said, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a dumb teacher. I thought it was like between two students. Or no, something. no, no. A teacher was like, I've heard of Pakistan, but never Afghanistan. And I'm like, wow, you must have a lot of egg on your face since like 1991, well, which did- had already passed at the time. So I don't know what was going on for her. But anyway. Yeah, once Afghanistan made the news, she was like, we can win Where? this war. It doesn't even <laughs> exist. <laughs> This should be a slam dunk. <laughs> yeah. She was like, this is some wag the dog bullshit. I've never heard of this country. And another time when my journalism teacher... See, this is... I was literally thinking this driving here. I'm so petty. 
Um, but that wasn't even a conversation that you were in any way no, involved in. This is just like, the one that you heard secondhand. Yeah, go on. Well, because she said it in front of the whole class. Yeah, I know, but it's not your grudge to hold, is no. it? No. <laughs> and yet I enjoy it so much. My journalism teacher was like, I don't think this is particularly newsworthy, what I wrote my kind of news article on for class. In what year level? Oh, like uni, university. Okay. And then a year later, there was a massive story in The Age about it. And like, I still think about that. Yeah, I do wish sometimes like those moments. I want to mail it to her. Right. You you should be able to retroactively go back and be like, all right, do I get a good grade now? Yeah, well, was it? Yeah, she didn't really affect my grade that much. She was like, I just can't imagine this being a real news story. And I'm like, you won't have to imagine. (laughs) (laughs) And I sold that story to the age. I've had similar situations at work where, you know, we'll be upgrading the website, for instance. Right. And the whole thing will be a complete disaster and I mentioned it to someone and mm. they'll be like, Psh, whatever, it'll be fine. <laughs> and then of course it blows back in their face and you really want to go like, so where was my uh, uh, yeah. apology? Cause I, I just I feel, wanted to show you a tape for yeah, some comments. I feel like I've earned a huge, I told you so right about now. <laughs> but more than that, she was like, you'll never like, basically like you're a shit journalist. You can't tell what's newsworthy. You'll never amount to anything. Yeah, you bum. Get out of this <laughs> yeah. town. And I was like, I'm not a bum. <laughs> It was a really good story as well. It was about how Australian law doesn't require places that are licensed to give you free water. And uh, if we read the byline on that article in the newspaper, is it by one Vicky Smith? No, it's by V Smith. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Vicky S. No. Anyway, so I invited all my friends to this... Yeah, two friends missed out. ...this uh, birthday dinner and... Evidently, the mistake I made was I didn't invite you or my sister because I knew you were both unable to attend that night. Uh, anyway, we'll just go round and round. But you always it's not about whether or not the person can make it. You always invite anyway. No, you go way too far on this. Like, yeah. I've seen your Facebook events where you'll invite people from halfway around the world. You invite your dog's <laughs> Facebook profile. A dog I might point out has been dead for quite some time. Well, then he'll definitely be there watching what, over in me. in spirit? Yeah. I don't think there's an in-spirit attending button. There is. What if I don't invite him and he haunts the party? Is well, that what you want? That's a chance I'm willing An to take. An angry, bitey dog to haunt your party? I think that would make for quite the party. <laughs> yeah. Might make better than for some of my parties. All right. Well, anyway, I didn't invite you. I didn't invite Kirsty. And mm. the response I got back, do you remember? It was a resounding... How very day? How day? Uh, not how very day. That was the text message I right. received from my sister. Which is what I would text to my journalism teacher <laughs> with a photo of the front page. Anyway, it seems to have happened again. Okay. Greta Thunberg in the news a lot recently. What, Greta Thunberg didn't invite your sister somewhere? I, I didn't invite her to my birthday party. <laughs> and boy, is she incensed about it. She left a message on my answering machine. Oh, here we go. I've been too scared to uh, listen to it up until now, but uh, I feel like the podcast is a safe space. I may as well commit and just hit play. Are you ready? Hi, you've reached Ben's phone. Leave a message and I'll call you back. Oh, and uh, if this is Vicky and you're wondering what I feel like for dinner on Thursday so you can start salivating... Then uh, I'll go with, I don't know, let's say Mexican. How dare you? No matter how sad and angry I am, I do not want to believe that. Because if you really understood the situation and still kept on failing to act, then you would be evil and that I refuse to believe. 
Oh boy. That, she basically took the words right out of my mouth. She is not pleased with me. That's. I feel like maybe she heard my voicemail at the time yeah. and adapted that to the UN climate change speech. Because that is exactly what I wanted to express. <laughs> what you are doing is so... You always invite your dead dog, even though you know he's not coming probably. And I should also remember to invite all 16-year-old Swedish climate change activists as well. Yes. She doesn't fly. Imagine if she came. I mean, a big coup. Yeah, that's the other thing. But she doesn't... She'd be doing you a favour. She went from Sweden to America in a boat because she doesn't like... Uh, the you know the carbon yeah, the emission yeah. yeah emissions, emissions. that, that a, a plane would have made what how how long in advance do I have to notify her <laughs> like maybe if I invite her now well, invite her to your fortieth yeah <laughs> she might show up yeah um another uh, staple of the podcast has been our uh, favorite Twitch streamer Sweet Anita uh huh she uh, is a a Twitch streamer who plays video games online and essentially like commentates them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's got Tourette's and she always posts like her tick of the day or tick mm-hmm. of the week on Twitter. And uh, I couldn't go past this one. This was her latest tick of the day, which I'm a big fan of. Look, I bet, I bet, I bet your grandma, I bet your grandma has tits. So much tits. So yeah. You're all bitches. You're all what? You're all coffee on the floor. Fucking at my door. Knock, knock, knock. Let's do some more. Whoa. Um, I'm going to go now. I have a spillage to deal with. Yeah. Good night. I feel like someone's got to put a beat behind that. I feel like it's basically a Bruno Mars song. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is she singing Bruno Mars? Hey, maybe this is how great art gets created. I feel like it definitely is. And safe bet. Most, I would say, grandma, generally speaking, has tits. She's had so much tits, though. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know, maybe those babushka, like, I feel like... The that was kind of my grandma. She was babushka. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't have one of those. You still got one. Yeah. And she's not one of the babushka <laughs> types. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> Probably. She's in her 90s. I, I, <laughs> Maybe she uh, discovers a penchant for the finer things. Like breast implants? <laughs> yes. Sure. That's, that's exactly what I meant. It sounds medically irresponsible. <laughs> but Of all the ways to become babushkery as a grandma, that's obviously what I was getting at. <laughs> <laughs> Surgical implants. You got me. Yeah. All right. The next thing that I wanted to revisit was we talked about attending the NBA mm-hmm. and how um, my friend Steve, he couldn't make it. So yeah. he gifted his ticket to our other friend, Ben. Yeah. Um, now, my question to you at the time. He also has a baby, right? Yeah. Huh. Steve couldn't not go because of his baby. Oh, he, he was sick. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, he was sick. But I guess if you want to work backwards, his baby might have got him sick. <laughs> I don't remember all the details. But my question for you at the time was... Who has rights over the ticket? Yeah. Like, yes, Steve paid for it. But you are hanging out with that person. Yeah, he's essentially choosing the person that I'm going to spend the evening with. All right. So it'll be like Erica choosing the new housemate. Yeah. Like, I guess it's not completely the same kind of situation because she hasn't invested money. True. But it is like, I'm putting you up on a blind date of sorts. Oh, my God. Imagine if when your girlfriend left you, she had to set you up on 10 dates. That was like the rule of dating. What, to soften the blow? I'd just like to help you find your next housemate. You know, like 
same thing. It's like when your housemate one moves in, out. One in, one out. Yeah. <laughs> when your housemate moves out, they always offer to help. And it's kind of like, you know, your decision, like, yeah, yeah, you take care of it or no, we'll do it. I don't think they ever offer to help. Definitely. That's always the way. I mean, unless they've got someone specifically in mind. No, the housemate always offers, like, do you want me to find someone to replace me or do you guys want to look into it yourselves? No, I feel like I definitely don't want them to find someone. Yeah, you always offer, though. No. Definitely polite. Who cares about polite in that situation? <laughs> like, just say I'm leaving here. Yeah. You don't care to be polite to Julian? Well, because, like, first of all, it's a lot of work for me. Yeah, but you're the one leaving the other people to pay the nah, rent. No, all you need to do is give them notice. All right. Well, I always offer anyway. So Has anyone taken house, you up on that offer? Yes, once. And what did you have to do? Put it online. Oh, just, you just put up an ad? Yes. Did you pay for the ad? or was it? Yes. Yeah, I feel like even that's too much. <laughs> Like anyway. you fulfilled your part of the deal. I don't, I don't want someone mad at me down the line because I chose a shitty housemate. <laughs> but you want someone to be mad at, so it's the perfect situation for you. I don't want to be the one who's... I don't need to put a tiger on my own back, though. <laughs> Moving right along. I'm saying when your girlfriend goes, yeah. she is required by law... To find 10 other girls that are willing to go on a first date with you. But it's the same situation. I don't want that person picking my next... Oh, you feel like she'd set you up with something bad? Yeah. She's going to be vindictive <laughs> about it. She's not like, you know what? I wasn't right for you. No, maybe she's like, I wish nothing but the best. How many relationships end like that? Like I've had some... So she feel like she'd set you up with 10 trolls to be like, look how good you have it. You should come back. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if... Maybe not. But you have like, to set her up with ten dudes. It it's not works one both ways. Way. It's not yeah. just whoever does the breaking up. Oh, I don't know now. I feel like. I, <laughs> yeah, if you get dumped. Because what if if I'm like scoping out <laughs> dating yeah. websites for my girlfriend? <laughs> Who just dumped you. No, she yeah, hasn't. That does seem harsh. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other thing. I'm, I'm thinking even before <laughs> the breakup. Out of your eyes. She sees in my like web history. <laughs> like men dating websites. Yeah. Well, and she knows what's coming. Right. She's going to be like, are, are you, you, are you about to break up me? with me? Yeah. <laughs> no, honey, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not much better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, delete your browser history. But um, yeah, perhaps only the person that does the breaking up should have to do it. And why 10? That seems a lot. <laughs> They can't all be duds. You just feel it's a numbers game. It's like, here, honey, I'm not the Mr. Right for you. Yeah. But maybe one of these 10 suitors is. Uh, basically. You're essentially signing up your partner for the, the Bachelorette. Bachelor. Wouldn't that soften the blow? If there was like, here's 10 great girls that I feel you'll get along with. If everyone followed the rules and played by the spirit of the game, which was to find you someone else because you were dumping them. Yeah. Wouldn't that help? Well, who knows if they're even ready to, like, date again. Like, Doesn't matter. I, I want someone... Like, I'm dumping you if, because of your severe problems. If I like, dump And some- here's 10 <laughs> other women I'm going to voice them on. Maybe one of them, uh, your problem is their fetish. Yeah. <laughs> and how did you hear my life motto? <laughs> my life motto is my problem is someone's fetish. If I dump you... I don't want you back on the horse within a week. I need you to be... Because I want you to, like, at least go... What's wrong with you? You want to dump someone and see them, like, pine for you? Like... What is wrong with you? Yes. (laughs) What's wrong with you? No, it's... You don't want them to pine? 
No, you want, like, I don't want them to be like, how can I win you back? But I also, but I don't want it to be like smiling and it's like, oh, I'm on, I just found the love of my life straight away. What? Like That would be fine. Nah, because I, I feel like. Why would, did you dump them then? If you want them to suffer, stay with them. That's the best way to make them suffer. No, but even, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying I to make, you. I'm not trying to make them suffer. It sounds I'm just, like you want them I'm to. just saying like. So you don't be, want to be with them, but you want them to feel sad that no, they can't have you. I just for want a, while. a little buffer between. How long? Six weeks. Oh, that's so much pining. You don't have to be pining the whole time. Three you weeks. just have to not be jet skiing in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And you love just Pedro. Yeah, find some time to you know mourn. Not even to mourn, but just to be single, to like find yourself again. Why? Because it just seems like. You want them to feel sad about you to boost your ego. Well, if the relationship was so meaningful. You dumped them. I guess it depends how long we were together. Okay. Like if Ten years. Ten years. <laughs> I think six weeks is at minimum they could, you know. No way. If we were together like three weeks and it was like essentially just like a friends with benefits thing. Oh, surely like two or three days. Uh, yeah, then it's like, fine, here's 10 guys. Yeah. Go crazy. <laughs> here's 20. Yeah. <laughs> I went overboard. I'm really happy for you. Right. But if it was like, hey, we've been together for at least a year. Yeah. Just take, take some time. Don't be Why? like rubbing it in my face. That's the thing. You dumped them. No, because I think about like, for example, after... What if you're moving straight on to someone? <sighs> I feel like even I would want to take some time. Oh. But okay, fine. If we're both moving on and it's like, you know what? We both happen to meet the new loves of our life within a week of <laughs> yeah. dumping each other. Right. Then at least we're on even territory. The two opposite gendered baristas at the cafe I we feel, both love. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like... I if that happened. <laughs> I mean, there's a romantic comedy waiting to happen. But I feel like it's um, polite, if anything. It's not... What? But it's, it's the fact that like... Yes, we broke up, but don't be like kind of rubbing it in your Yeah, because she dumped you. Absolutely. That's different. If they dumped you, yeah. that's different. You don't have to rub it. But like, you already dumped them. They but feel just, bad enough. Just but say, if you were out with other girls, she has to be like, well, good on you, no matter how bad it feels. Because, well, if you liked it, then... I think I would have also had enough tact to go, I'm not going to be like texting this other girlfriend, you know, like right in front of you, you know. Yeah. I think I'd be at least like conscious of it. Well, like, it turns out you didn't need to be, so you show yourself in your phone, <laughs> <laughs> But that's the kind of situation I'm trying to avoid. I think the dumper yeah. has the responsibility to not rub it in the face of the dumpy. Absolutely. Definitely more so. I feel like the dumpy has free reign. Well, they've already come to terms, presumably, with Beforehand, the breakup. Yeah. And they've probably been teetering for a while. Right. Like, they're like, oh, do I want to? All right, no, I'm going to do it. Like, I've gone through the yeah. grieving process. So it's, it's I know like, what this is going to look like. It's obviously hard to break up with someone. Yeah, it'd but be it's, awful. it's harder to be broken up with. Agreed. Yeah. It's much worse to be dumped. Right. Yes. So you, as the dumper, I feel, can't rub it in the dumpy's face. Because you, you've done your rubbing. What do you mean you've done rubbing? You've done your rubbing when you're the dumper. You've broken up with them. That's, that's the, the rubbing. rubbing. <laughs> like, that's rubbing it in someone's face, isn't it? No, it's just saying that we're not right for each other or I don't want... Even though you don't think so. I don't think we're right for each other. You mean they might think so, but yeah, you're right. They probably don't. No. So... So here's 10 guys to make up for it. <laughs> it would help. 
But you don't think that most people in this scenario are going to be like, I'll just take the first 10 guys or the worst 10 guys. There's an panel of judges from the government. All your <laughs> ideas involve government intervention into like the seemingly most minute areas of our lives. Well, it would help the economy and unemployment. But even the government aren't going to do like, how did the government know what's right for me? When you reach 18. We've, we've got hundreds of new jobs, all of them matchmakers. <laughs> oh my God, I would take that job. That would be awesome. No, so when you turn 18 every year, it's like the census. Yeah, people love the census, so can't see how this is going to be backfire. Love census. We have to send. <laughs> the love census, my new favorite TV show, combines both of my favorite things. Love and the census. <laughs> and you have to send in. Soon we'll be feeling another form. Love census. That's that. What the song I put on the app. Yeah, good. So in the love census. You feel out. That's a, you are, you're saying how dumb this episode is. I feel like the phrase in the love census really cements it as a dumb. I told you it'd be extra dumb. Yeah, you were prophetic. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, um, explain to me how the love census works, please. So every year you fill out your interests, what you like in the gender you're attracted to. So yeah. obviously if you're... Um, bisexual, you can fill out both. So we're doing, this, we're doing this once a year, not like every four years when no, this actual census... No, because change a lot in a year. Okay. Like, did you like the same people at 18 as you did at 22? I feel like just aged up. No, they kind of changed, surely. Who did anyway. you... Okay, go on. So you fill out every year. You were like really into rollerblading at 18. <laughs> oh like, my God, how did you know? Yeah, now I want Ice somewhere... In, yeah, <laughs> hoverboarding. Yeah, that's right. So, and you write down what your what your interests are. You send in a full body photo in swimwear, um, and you write. And this what is you want. mandatory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. You, if you want to enter a relationship, is it like a you get a relationship card if I'm you do a, it? I'm imagining passport photo <laughs> level restrictions. It's like we yes, need a brightly smile, lit, yeah. brightly lit, all angles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you don't have to do it, but if you want to be in a relationship, you have to, like, to get your relationship card updated. Well, it sounds like... It's you, like a license. Yeah, it sounds like if you are ever in a relationship, you better do it because if you break up, it's got to be ready to go. Oh, that's right. So you need the license to be in a relationship or else they break you up. Yeah, I'm sure your idea of policing <laughs> romance will go over well with the next Thank voting you. season. Anyway, so then you fill it out and you fill out what you're interested in. What, you're in, what you kind of values and stuff you have and what you're looking for in your partner and send a full body bikini shot. In. Essentially a dating profile. Uh, yeah. Yep. And then you submit that to the government and then your ex chooses 10 people and they put it next to your sort of... Where are they picking these 10 people from? Is there like... Just online. But like just we, normal dating but, websites. But, okay. There's so, not like a government suppos- suppository of singles. Well, when, once That's my... That's what I meant, is it? No, it isn't. <laughs> Depository. Repository. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe there is a government suppository, and <laughs> I'm sure there is, but that's not what I meant. <laughs> the love census is a little too invasive for my <laughs> yeah, liking. Literally, I do that a lot when I'm looking for book depository. You don't want to go to booksuppository.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious now, though. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so when you fill out this form, though, mm. and I've uploaded my yeah, uh, swimwear yeah. photo, this doesn't go onto a website no. where people control it for no, singles. No, no, no. It's just for the government. So we still, we still <laughs> have to... Obviously, she says, like, you're an idiot. We still have to use other dating yes, sites Yes, this to is find just people. for vetoing powers. So then you're, <laughs> your ex-partner, within a week of breaking I up... I suddenly realise why bureaucracy <laughs> is so convoluted. All right. And within a week of breaking up, you they send the 10 new suitors they picked that have agreed to dates with you yep. to the government. They put them against your profile and say, yes, I feel like this is what she said she was into. He is in. So they double check. And what happens if it comes back? All right, five of these men don't match. Off you go again. You have to Find keep- another five. Yeah. And what if, what if, how many times, like, can they just keep getting knocked back yeah, indefinitely until right. it's like 10 that match? Yeah. But you know how hard it is to find a good guy out there. Yeah. What if it's just like, I've looked through, it's like, I've done, like I've swiped through every man on Tinder <laughs> and none of them exist that fit his criteria. Well then you should have, now you have empathy for what you did. Dump them. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be alone forever. <laughs> Okay, just say that, like, all right, the government has approved five. It's yeah, you get the five. The and other, they have to keep finding All right, but five. it's like, well, if you don't like these five, five more will be coming through as soon oh, as... Oh, yeah, in dribs and drabs as we get them. Yeah. But she could be signed, or he, can be signed up to doing that for you for the rest of their life. Yeah, that's what it seems. It's like... Few and far between. Really, yeah. Uh, like, I have to do my, like, my mandatory Ben girlfriend search Right. Again. Like, people will probably be pushing people to break up with them. Right, so they don't have to do the girlfriend Yeah. <laughs> and what about ghosting? Like, if you get ghosted and it's like, okay, she just refused to text me back. Oh, uh, yeah. Does that count as a breakup? How long have they been together? And then there's an investigation. <laughs> <laughs> That's another regulatory yes. body. Yeah, sure. Yes. Same body. They've got time. I'm from the, uh, <laughs> the federal agency of uh, ghosting. I'm from the love census. <laughs> This is a um, new reality show instead of like ghost hunters. It's ghosting hunters. Oh my God. I would pay to see that. That's actually not a bad That's idea. That's a great show. That's... I would definitely watch ghosting hunters. I know we've come oh, up with TM, a... TM, trademark. Yeah, I know we've if come up... If anyone out there, that's copyright. That's you know, probably the best TV show we've ever I know. come up with on this. What, you didn't like Flying to Love? <laughs> I feel like that's still got potential. I don't remember Flying to Love. That's where you had to... Hang glider? Yeah, you had to... And people on islands? Yeah, you got it. You remember <laughs> flying to love. You had to construct some kind of flying machine to get to your date on the other island. So that was it. <laughs> but ghosting hunters is better than that, you ghosting say. Hunters mm, is good to know. So much better than flying to love. Uh, love is in the air. That's what we should have called well, it. Well, I remember we had like many... Yeah, we were trying to that was, workshop I remember I was titles. like, I'll get back to you on that. It's been three years, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know how we didn't think episodes, of Love is in love the Air. Love is in the Air. All right, well, is it too late to backdate, I just, you know, retitle that episode? I feel like <laughs> Fly to Love. I don't know what kind of idiot I was back then, but Love is in the All Air right, well, is now, clearly the title. Now that we've got an appropriate title, we can start pitching to networks. Yeah. Love is in the Air, followed by Ghosting, ghosting Hunters. <laughs> Coming soon to ABC. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Ghosting Hunters, would you? I mean, isn't it's it like just... It's like catfish, basically. That's what I'm thinking. Like, didn't we just invent catfish now? No, but they're real people. We just go and find them and be like, why did you stop replying? And I wasn't interested. I didn't know how to say. And I, that's basically every yeah, episode, Yeah, I feel I like it's, it becomes a little repetitive quickly, but... But we, there's got to be, like, we would do a bunch that was like that. 
But one in every, like, 100, which is what we would try and air more of, has got to be, like, a crazy story. Well, it's also... Like, 1% of times you get ghosted, it's got to be, like, a really outlandish story, surely. Yeah, you see um, a catch To Catch a Predator, yeah, which is that show where they confront pedophiles, and yes, it's the same thing every episode, but that moment where they confront them, and it's they're like... like cheaters. Yeah, and they sit them down, and it's like... Ah, uh, shit, it's the To Catch a Predator guy. Yeah. I'm fucked. Like, that never gets old. No, neither so the, the cheaters. You're like, you cheated! Yeah. You cheated! So the moment where the ghosting hunter shows up on your door and you're like, fuck, uh, I know what I just did. <laughs> you see the reaction. I think this has, like, got legs. If this podcast ends abruptly, it's because we got million-dollar advance <laughs> for ghosting hunters. <laughs> it's such a great show. Way better than Love is in the Air. Let's, let's put a pitch together tomorrow. Um, We've got one right here. (laughs) I feel like uh, I got to quickly detour back to this um, NBA thing before. Oh, yeah, sure. So Julian, Ben and I went Mm -hmm. to the NBA. Steve gave his ticket to our friend Ben. And my question to you was, because it just didn't seem clear cut. Mm -hmm. Is there any scenario where Steve has to consult me on who he's giving the ticket to. We talked about this. Because, I know, and you were on my side. Yeah. Because my argument was, okay, just say he gives it to his... Because I have to hang out with them. Right. Like, maybe he gives it to his weird uncle and... Well, what if he gives it to, like, Ivan Milat? Are you stuck with Ivan Milat? I mean, <laughs> I would like to think Steve would bring it up before <laughs> he did something like that. Maybe, like, Ben's into true crime. Yeah, sure. But I think because the night went so smoothly, most of the people that I've... Um, uh, talk to about this have been not on my side. Wow. Yeah. But I wanted to revisit it because the argument that I made that seems to be swaying people mm-hmm. is the one I made to my sister. Right. Okay. So the three of us are going to see a live version of the podcast. My dad wrote a porno next year. Yes. Me, you and her. And obviously the content is quite adult. Mm. She loves the podcast, yes. but she's, for example, they put out an HBO special oh. this year that was their last live show. Oh, right. Okay. And she made sure to watch it when mum wasn't home just because she was like, I can't watch this with a parent in the room, right. essentially. Okay. And I was suggesting like, oh, you should watch it with mum. Like, I yeah, think she'd yeah, be really yeah. into it. But she was like, no, 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 I can't do it. And like, she even sent me a photo of her, like basically curled up on the couch, like covering her face right. the whole time. Like because- the blanket going to the TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and her hand on the off button. Right. No one accidentally walks past and right. thinks she's a pervert. And so... Uh, so you were saying, what if I just gave it to mum? Yeah. I'm like, ah. okay, I'll give my ticket to mum. And now... What an outing. I paid Girls for it. Girls night. <laughs> yeah, right. I paid for the ticket. I, it's mine yeah, to do what I like with. I mean, I'm having a great time. Probably. In this scenario. I assume so. But it would absolutely ruin the night for my sister. And Smiles are around for me, though. So <laughs> I'm okay with this. A night which she has also paid money for. Yes. Now, a lot of people say, oh, like, what if you just give it to a stranger? I feel like that's worse. The difference is if it's just, if you're sitting next to someone you don't know, they're probably there with their friends. Uh, yeah, as long as they're also with other people and are not like, hello, it's your new best friend, Frederic. Right. The, I basically just don't want to babysit this third wheel, essentially. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to put that out there because people seem to be very... Wow. This is all totally Steve's prerogative. He gets... No. Yeah, and I think because usually you give me some pushback, but you were totally on my side uh, yeah. of that one. And so I think maybe... 
I didn't properly uh, convey my argument last time. And right. I'm not saying it's like black or white. Like I'm, I'm basically saying the reason I brought it to the podcast is because... Because it wasn't unclear for you. Yeah. But I'm on your side. I think what you should do is start framing it like that, except say, all right, so you and I, I've got tickets to go and see Basic Instinct. I can't think of any films. <laughs> and uh, They're doing a uh, revival at uh, the yeah, Asta. That's right. Last minute, I decide to give my ticket to my mum. And you're going to see Basic, Basic Instinct, Instinct with my mum. With Vicky's mum, sure. Is that all right? I mean, no. <laughs> of course <laughs> so not. Exactly. So why do people not understand that? Because theoretically, I think we just didn't Steve frame could have it given it way. to his mum. Yeah, I think I think once you've reframed the scenario... I think it's because, like well, that. it all turned... Like, all's well, it ends well. Exactly. Is the problem that you've got in explaining it. Yeah. But, like, it's because he gave it to my friend, like, our mutual friend, Then it was ben. fine. Yeah, if it's a yeah. mutual friend, yeah. But if... What if he'd given it to his baby? And then you had to look <laughs> oh, by the way, baby you're babysitting. The <laughs> like, oh, sorry, the baby's got the ticket and he's sitting right next to you. Like, I'm not saying that... You have to babysit, but you're literally next sitting next to a crying baby that's with you. And uh, I'll be very sad if you don't come home with that baby. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, I'm also your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when you go to an NBA game and just like a random baby <laughs> on the seat next to you. It's the worst. It's going to be all eyes on you if you don't take care of it. That's true. And finally, in that very same episode, I did offhandedly ask the question, what's the difference between Carbonara and Alfredo? Mm-hmm. And again, baby? I... I mean, well, we kind of threw around a few answers. We were discussing meat and creaminess as the two mm-hmm. general theories. I mostly mentioned it as an offhanded comment, but now that I've got some pushback on what actually the oh differences is, I thought I would clear it up. It did actually Who take... pushback? Mum was the first one to bring it up with uh. me. Uh, it did actually take some significant Googling mm-hmm. because it didn't seem like there was a clear-cut answer, which surprised me. I think the problem here is that what we refer to as carbonara and alfredo is very different from what, what they call those in the states. No, like what the Italians oh, originally. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So the modern versions of these things. Pizza was probably like I can't even the salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just corrupted it. You know what this salad would be better with? Meat and yeah. cheese and dough. And if it was circular. <laughs> Pretty, I bet yeah. that's what's happened. <laughs> and cappuccinos were water. Uh, yeah. Like, I'll have a cappuccino and a pizza and salad and water You're comes like, out. I'm going to bring cappuccino to America. Turns out this sucks. Let's just <laughs> put our own ingredients in and call it cappuccino. It's basically what's happened. So if you go back to the origins, I guess the difference are a bit more clear cut. Carbonara was eggs, pecorino romano, black pepper, and guanciale. I think that's how it's pronounced. It's some kind of pork fat. Okay. And then Alfredo is parmesan and butter. It's like basically that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And so neither of them were even really creamy and or meaty. No. So <laughs> we've just kind of, they've devolved over time is my point. But uh, there was some hot debate online. But wow. uh, the cooking subreddit came to my aid with that oh, one. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But I hate to end on like a flat note like that. Do you have anything mm. else to say about the love census to... <laughs> Take us out on it. I know. I, I, why mess with perfection? Fair enough. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can email me, Ben, at insaneramblings.net. You can reach the love census at Vicky at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will also find us. You can rate and review us on iTunes as well as subscribe so you get any new episodes automatically to your iDevice. And we're also available on Spotify. 
jump on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash insane ramblings. Away, see you, Away, see I've just had a thought. Mm-hmm. So you know how I regularly mix up John Hughes and John Waters? <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> oh, my God. 16 naked lunch candles. Sure. <laughs> I think there should be a time at which the government retires slash bans a name for 20 years. Okay. At least. What are you talking about? There's too many fucking Johns. So you right? think we shouldn't be allowed any more Johns? No, that's right. Just because of your one minor mix-up? No, I think that there's just too many. So what do we... Do we have to make up new names? Maybe that's an idea. I think Ben should be on the list. There's too many Bens. A friend of mine, Simon, went to the cafe Mm -hmm. and they said, you're the 17th Simon we've served today. That's a lot of Simons. I know. So that's out. Jason's out. (laughs) So what's in? What is an acceptable name? Um... Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this going to be like a self-perpetuating problem? Oh, yeah, then that get name gets banned and some of the old ones get re-released. You know how, like, they're retired jumpers in the AFL? So what happens in... Like, do we have to track how many babies are born with each name? Yeah. And then when it gets to... So, what? like, Harry right now is reaching, reaching maximum capacity. So if you want to name your baby Harry, you need to rush in. Okay. Or I think you should also, because my grandpa's name is Harry and I always planned to name my child after him, I should get, like, a legacy pass to go around the ban. Why should you get that? Because you don't have a Harry in your family. Yeah, but I'm sure a lot of people do. That's okay, then. So what, if you Within a- two generations of you, if it's a legacy Harry, you can have it. If it's either the dad or the grandpa or the mum or the grandma. But that's the only exception? Yes. Or if someone else in the family died in tragic circumstances, I'll hear your case. So I guess it'll be an arbitration court. Two generations straight away. It sounds like a lot of effort just to... uh... Not annoy me? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, Ben, I go to a lot of effort to not annoy you. So I would just... I don't know that that's Wouldn't mind if you would not consider... I'm quite... You know, take it back that you wouldn't consider creating an entire arbitration system of names to make me happy. Yeah, it seems like we're going to really clog up the uh, bureaucracy with a lot of bullshit. You know what? I'm willing to be the judge. So, yeah, within two generations, I'll hear you out. Tragic circumstance court for everything else. Is it only just for common names? Like, what if I want to call my daughter something really stupid? That's fine, because it's not going to be too many of them. Yeah, that's right. Like, there's too many Bens, there's too many Jasons. James, like, you're on the lookout. Harry, you're on the lookout. Ava, you're on the lookout. Like, Sheridan, you're fine. <laughs> it's true. I don't think I've ever met a Sheridan. I met one in primary school. So, okay, what if it's, like, once a percentage of the population reaches this name? Yeah. Then we have to wait until enough of those people die. But essentially, that's what I'm saying. Yes, that's exactly what I'm suggesting. So what's the threshold, like... One percent of the population. I don't know. I'd have to look into how common John is. Okay. There's too many Johns. Whatever the percentage of the population, John. Yeah, I would say a John 
a Ben or a Jason right now, there's too many. I don't think, like, Ben... I mean, I know I told a story once about going to the hairdresser and there was, like, Another Ben other, M. There's three other... Or two other Ben Ms. Right. But I feel like that's the exception, like... I've met two other Vickies in my life. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't think that it's I'm, as big a problem as you're making it seem. Oh, it's a big problem, and I, for one, am sick of it. All right. I'll, uh... Stop calling all my unborn children Ben then. Okay. And good. John. <laughs> I'm just saying, would you mind considering Sheridan? Sure. <laughs> Thank you. It's in ramblings.